fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Habner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final Welcome to the Fantasy Pullback Dive, brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal. Act as your lead blocker to fantasy glory, paving your way to fantasy excellence and making all your football-related fantasies come true. I'm your host, Nat The Truth Jones. With me, as always, the wolf of Roto Street himself, as we are working our way into our Week 9 fantasy preview and build-up to Thursday Night Football. And we kind of got a stinker, but it's maybe not as bad a stinker as as we've had in the past. You know, and that, that brings up a philosophical question. Is it worse to have two terrible teams playing or one terrible team and one good team? Wolf, how are you, and what do you think about that question? I, I'm doing all right. I'm pretty tired. This is like the slug of the season where you're just like week nine, you're midway through, you got six teams on by, so you're just fucking plucking all yeah, these little pieces of ghouls and goblins off the waiver wire. Yeah, six teams. and great. Granted, most of them are shitty offenses, so it's not the end of the world, but a lot of lineup holes we got to plug plenty of good options we'll talk about in our higher lower hail mary but it's also always the end of quarter one at school so like there's tons of grading there's tons of progress report writing and all that stuff so this is the time of the year i was like i'm just gonna go fall asleep i don't even want to drink tonight but you know what what yeah we gotta get it cracking baby i, I know you, you're not right now so i'll put one back yeah you gotta at least pull your weight over there what mm-hmm. is that what is that what are you drinking just a coors light i was Something gonna say water. that looks like a coors light water baby that water. looks like the bullet i gotta hydrate i gotta hydrate but no, I'm doing well. To answer your philosophical question, a very deep philosophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> deep philosophy. I, I'd rather have at least one good team playing because at least there's going to be some good fantasy products Me on too. the field. Like, yeah, a, a little shitty slap fest can be fun every now and again. But give me at least one viable offense where I can – we got Taylor Hurts tonight. We're going to get 25 fantasy points. That's going to be fun. Miles Sanders, probably going to steamroll. I guess we're just transitioning right into our team preview. So I might as well pull that on up. Eagles, 13-and-a-half favorites. At Texans over under 45. I don't think we're aligned tonight. And I always like when we're not aligned on this one. So, uh, yeah, I, I all that to say, I much, much prefer, even if it's going to be a blowout, to have at least one viable team on the field. Because we've had a couple Thursdays where it's like, there's nobody we want to play. I am not sure if we're aligned or not on this. <laughs> I, I was, I was contemplating you seem very very firm in your beliefs about this game you don't think 13 and a half is enough points not even close i think you need at least another touchdown on top of that a- another touchdown i if think you- 20 points is what the line should be and i still would probably take these. do you want to do you want to make a side bet given 20 no i'll give you 13 and a half it's what vegas said if you want to give me 20 i'll bet you um i don't know i i it's like, yeah, they've got one of the best teams in the league going against one of the worst teams in the league. You could totally see it being more than two touchdowns. I could also see the Eagles getting up, you know, 21 to three and then putting on the brakes and winning like, you know, 31 to 20 or something. I don't know. I mean, I fully expect the Eagles to win and they'll probably cover, but I'm, I'm not anytime I see a number that big, I'm just not feeling great about it. I have zero confidence in anything Davis Mills related. And that's when he has Brandon Cooks. That's when he has viable options. I am 100% confident what you said is going to happen. They're going to go up 27 to nothing in the first half. 
I just don't think Davis Mills is going to lead any type of resurgent comeback. This is what happened against the Vikings, a good Vikings team, a 6-1 and one Vikings team against the Eagles. They went up like 27-0 at half, and it'd be 27-7. Like, this is a good Philadelphia defense that could lock down the Vikings in comeback mode. You don't think they're going to be able to stop the bleeding against the Texans? I, I do think they probably will, and I guess I would lean slightly towards the Eagles and probably the under, if I'm being honest. Yeah, me um, too. Um, I will just say, yeah, I mean, you're right. You take – Brandon Cooks and his two catches and 11 yards away. And you never you never know what you're going to get out of this offense. So that's a fair Who, point. Who's going to get open? Like, honestly, Cooks probably wasn't going to get opens anyway. Like, this is a great secondary. But honestly, I, I'm trying to figure out who they're running on at receiver because Nico Collins is also out. So it's Chris Moore, whatever that creature is, Philip Dorsett. This is going to be a smashing. I don't think the Texans score a point. So is it, is it bad that, I, that when you said – who are they going to throw to that Owen Daniels popped into my mind? <laughs> Way back in the day, Owen Daniels. Like, yeah, eight or nine years ago. It's like, oh, I don't know, oh, Owen Daniels might get open. Uh, Matt um, Shaw, the quarterback, too. Right. I'd love to see that. That would be a great Texans offense. Aaron David Foster Carr. In the backfield. Yeah. I'd love to see that offense instead of whatever crap fest we're going to see tonight. The only thing that, like, I think fantasy-wise the question is, and you, you, I, my answer already is you play him. Damian Pierce. I, I'm a little bit worried that this team is going to do – legitimately nothing now there is the narrative that they ride him for 30 touches tonight because they truly have nothing else yeah, what else are you gonna do exactly but at the end of the day is that gonna even matter when there is no threat on the outside when they're, they're probably not gonna sniff the red zone all night i'm pretty worried about damian pierce on the flip side i actually got this six star question earlier today miles sanders damian pierce i'm gonna hammer miles sanders i heard a great stat today uh, about the texas defense They've allowed – this is from Ian Hart, his friend of the pod. They've yep. allowed the PPR RB1 or RB2 in five of their seven games this season. Not like a running back one or a running back two. The number one or number two running back in five of their seven games. That's absurd. That's pathetic. One of the weeks they didn't allow it was when Jonathan Taylor is still shitting himself too. So like it should have probably been six of seven weeks at this point. All it's, right. Sanders is going to go off. So if you're, I'm you're like, making a compelling case. And since you're talking about Damian Pierce real quick, Jeremiah, I'm just going to say this real quick. Jeremiah is asking Damian Pierce or Khalil Herbert slash Gibson. See, I'll go Damian Pierce there too. Okay, I'll, that's I'll what I'm asking. 30 touches. I, you know what? I, I don't know. Like I, I have him right in line with his ECR. It's running back 13, 14, just because of how good he's been. I really, those guys aren't good enough for me to bench him. I kind of want to adjust my rankings, though. I'm pretty low on Pierce, just like the way I think about it. They're going to get blown out. And okay. Pierce is not the third down back. That's when, like, Burkhead comes in, Dare Blanc. I can't say his name. But whoever that guy is, you all know who he is. Yeah, yeah. And so Pierce might be out of this game in two drives. They're going to go up 14 nothing, and we might not see Pierce the rest of the day. So I'd be very skeptical. In fact, I'm going to adjust my rankings here. And maybe I look like an idiot because Pierce is that talented. Like, Pierce is – so good that maybe he could shoulder this entire offense, but I'd be damn nervous about it. So let us know if you have a Damian Pierce question. I'm going to adjust my rankings right now. Now, I'm not going to put him below Gibson or Herbert. Her Gibson's getting a little intriguing here. I'm not, not going to lie, but not Herbert. Both those guys are stuck in a timeshare, so I can't necessarily do that. But I'm bumping Pierce down here. Not Kamara. No, no, no. Kamara's my running back three. Get out of here. By the uh, way, Ward, not even with a question, just saying hi and throwing us a couple of bucks. Thank you, Ward. 
I'm going to bump him below, down to, there's only so low I can go Damian Pierce, but like Damian Pierce, Dante Foreman. What, what are your thoughts on that? Which is a crazy, I can't believe I'm asking. I'm probably going to go Pierce, but what do you think of that? I kind of like Foreman. <laughs> 31 points last week. I know. <laughs> since, he's, since he's a tough script too, but man, I don't know. I don't feel good about Pierce. He's certainly one of my lowers of the week. I just, there's only, how, how low do you go? Do you put him below form and Jamal Williams? Like, I think Pierce has earned it at this point, but I do not feel great about him. I certainly would rather have Miles Sanders. So if you have a Miles Sanders question, let me know. But I think he's going to smash 120 touchdown, crush it tonight. And really, that's about it. You yeah, and as we as we said, the, the only real news as far as player personnel in this game is that Brandon Cooks is not expected to play. Uh, not that he's been lighting things on fire either, but uh, yeah, he's not going to be in. Other than that, pretty much business as usual as far as Thursday night football news. So yeah. we're going to get into the news of the week. And if you haven't already, give us a like, give us a subscribe, uh, give us all that good stuff because we sure would appreciate it. It really helps us get out to more people, guys. Thank you so much for being here for your Thursday preview. We love having you guys every week. Yeah. We see the regulars returning to see some new faces every week. And truth, me, me and Truth were talking before we went on air. Like our Thursdays are both fucking crazy every week. So when we finally get to this, like it's crazy too, but we love this type of crazy. So thanks for being here. You guys would make everything worth it to be here tonight. So if you don't mind giving us that thumbs up if you enjoy what you're hearing, that helps us get out to more people and is so greatly appreciated. Ryan Tannehill, due to an ankle injury, did not practice on Thursday. He was limited on Wednesday, and he spent lots of that time on a stationary bike. Uh, he said the ankle is a pain tolerance issue more than anything else. Uh, of course, we saw uh, the substitute for him last week basically was running it like a high school quarterback that just, like, doesn't throw the ball. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if you're, you you think Tannehill's going to run it back this week? I think he's going to try to gut it out. They did mention it's pain tolerance, so it makes sense. You're not going to practice and, and put yourself through a ton of pain just to get ready. He'll be ready to go is my guess. But if not, I think we've seen more than enough. No need to revisit the Malik Willis situation. That was not an experience we need to get back on. If Malik Willis does start, and even if Tannehill's starting, I do really like the Chiefs defense, very opportunistic defense. But especially if Willis plays, it might be a top three defense for me. Moving right. to running backs, it's really the only quarterback note we cool. had today so far. Derrick Henry did not practice, but he did say he will play. It is a foot injury. Remember, he did have that yeah, foot surgery. That's, that's a little scary to me. you got to note it, but the Chiefs are giving up a ton of points to running backs. Henry's averaging well over 110 yards a game. I mean, the guy's an absolute steamroller. So he's in. He's playing. You're good to go. DeAndre Swift practiced on Thursday. That Lions running back situation has been interesting. Of course, Jamal Williams, always good for a couple touchdowns, no matter what's going on. DeAndre Swift, still technically number one on the depth chart. Um but I don't know, him practicing, although it was only limited, I guess that's encouraging for DeAndre Swift owners. What do yeah, you he didn't practice Wednesday, so just updating that note. that It looks like he's good to go. The one way you can beat the Packers is on the ground. They've got a stifling secondary, but I would expect oh, oh, is that the one way you can beat the Packers? <laughs> I, th I think the, the one way you beat the Packers is just by showing up for the game. <laughs> I knew you were going to eat that one up. Yeah, the Packers freaking suck. You can beat them any which way, but especially through the run. They are one of the bottom five in DVOA. Against the run. Really went all in for Chase Claypool, huh? Like they said. Yeah. I hate where he ended up, but we'll get to them momentarily. Jonathan Taylor remained absent from the portion of Colts practice open to media. Sounds like he could potentially get a limited in, but you got to be questionable with Jonathan Taylor here. Deion Jackson still only 18% rostered in ESPN, 38% rostered in Yahoo. 
we saw what he did the last start he made. He was the running back one in fantasy with 14 catches. I know this is a whole different offense without Matty Ice, but I don't know how Deion Jackson's not 60%, 70% rostered in the case that Jonathan Taylor doesn't go. Go pick him up right now if you're watching the show I, and you haven't already. So I, I picked Deion, Johnson, Deion Jackson up off waivers for nothing like three hours ago. Yeah. He's sitting out there in a ton of leagues. I picked him up in everywhere today and Tuesday for a bunch of leagues. But then today I re-looked and he was still out there in nearly all the leagues. But no Taylor I, Jackson. I, I put Mike Thomas on IR and picked up Deion Jackson for nothing. Okay. I got I got thoughts on Michael Thomas as well. Yeah, we'll um, get to receivers. Why is he even in your IR? Bad locker room presence, truth. Yeah, it, I, I consider IR like a different building. Like we're not we're not seeing him in the locker room. He's like rehabbing out of state. The team um, needs to see him sent out of state. Truth, they don't. They don't want him. They don't want him sniff him around. Get him out of here. Okay, that's that's reasonable. That's fair. <laughs> James Connor rib issue is limited on Wednesday. Now, one uh, interesting note is that he's missed three straight games where he was limited at practice at times. Uh, so who knows? Obviously, if he doesn't play, Eno Benjamin is still going to be. Uh, in, I don't know. I guess some value. <laughs> yeah, future back. Future back. So whichever one's starting, the Cardinals. Uh, facing the Seahawks, which was a good matchup for much of the year, but that defense is actually getting pretty solid. Either way, a, a starter will be at the Cardinals' backfield. Who knows what it means with James Conner? Chuba Hubbard, limited in Thursday's practice. He did not play last week with Foreman's massive breakout. I do think that Foreman has clearly taken these reins over and will be the lead back. I'd be stunned if they returned to Chuba Hubbard, but it might just cap the ceiling a little bit more after last week. We talk. We at Gus Edwards right now. We at this Ravens yeah. mess of a uh, of a backfield. Gus go. Edwards, everyone's waiver darling. Not too long ago, hamstring issue. He's not practicing on Thursday. I hate hamstring issues. Yeah, and with him, with Mark Andrews coming up, they do have the bye next week. I would imagine your Ravens sit, and it's a tricky, dicey situation because they play on Monday night. So mm-hmm. it's tough to wait it out and then ultimately get sat. Unless you have Edwards and Drake. Unless you have. Andrews and likely then you can wait it out and they do have pretty viable handcuffs that are widely available in leagues so check for those guys but if not I think you bench Edwards you got to get a safer option in during the Sunday action JD McKissick not practicing Thursday seems likely to miss this game which I can't wait for actually it's one of my must watches of the week when we get to running backs I'm very excited to see how they use Antonio Gibson with no McKissick here could be a seven to ten target day for him I'm very very excited for Gibson Damian Harris was his second straight practice due to illness. He's ill. Um, so obviously that's a noteworthy thing. However, you know, if it is like, you know, he's got the flu or he's got just some sort of ailment, doesn't seem like it's COVID. I feel like we'd hear a little more about that. There's always a chance he's going to be well by Sunday. Um, that's the type of thing to work yourself, work its way out of its system. He's got three more days. So we'll just keep an eye on it. Even if he does play, it's not like he's the number one guy. I'm not even sure I trust right. him in my lineup, you know? Right, exactly. Ramondre's clearly taking that backfield over. This just locks in his ceiling more if Damian Harris sits out. Cam Akers is expected to practice with the Rams for the Ugh. first time in three weeks. Yeah. yeah. The guy that's on a team is going to practice with this team. Whoa, what, what a groundbreaking note. But that's just such a well, – I mean, Mike Thomas wasn't doing that for like six weeks. Yeah, that's true. Ronnie Rivers, what a stock down for the make of create a player in fucking – I don't even know. Ronnie Rivers. I still can't believe that's an actual human. It's but Cam Akers is back. He's a hologram. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Saints coach Dennis Allen has said that Mike Thomas will have surgery and will be going on IR. And, yes, it's toe surgery, of course. Um, and I texted you earlier, Mike Thomas is such a bitch. And he you responded bitch. with the bitchiest. <laughs> he is. like He is the – 
You're at a we saw this coming. We've been saying like, does he like? Is he? We're even going to see him the first week he missed. We were like, I wonder if he's even going to play again this year. Exactly, and he didn't. Yeah, and exactly could have been dropped so long ago. Such a pain in the ass. And just the perfect memes are Brian Robinson shot back in four weeks, like Thomas toe, toe. Two Got years. Him. Two years. Yeah, we probably retired from the NFL. Honestly, I, would you be shocked if we never see Mike Thomas again? No, and you've been saying that all year. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I we've haven't we've seen him for three games in three years. Like, does this guy exist? I don't know. He was I, pretty good in those games. Yeah, he was. He was. He had like three touchdowns in two games. I mean, but I, you know, didn't really, you know, he didn't get a taste for it. He was I like, I'd rather not. be at home watching TV. Yeah, I guess with my freaking play. toe like on an ottoman, oh. you know, kicked up. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off, uh, Ravens. Rashad Bateman will undergo season-ending Lynch Frank surgery. Jesus. Kind of came out of nowhere. Bateman was definitely having a couple solid games. Big play artist. Definitely changes the complexion of this offense. So a big loss for the Ravens. Go check if Duvernay was a big popular pickup this week, but still out there and right about half a leagues. One of my favorite receiver streams this week. Tough news for Bateman and Bateman owners out there. Prayers up for a speedy recovery. Cooper Cup, ankle issue. He returned to Rams practice on Thursday. They say he was practicing at least in a limited fashion. Of course, he got hurt in that blowout loss with like a minute to go. Such a stupid play. And then and then the coach ever was like, yeah, that was really dumb. It's like, yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. you. You were the one who did that. You you are dumb. Yes, that was stupid. So anyway, hopefully he'll hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, you know, you certainly don't want to make Allen Robinson your wide receiver one. That's oh, not going to be good for anybody. I will say Robinson seems to be trending the right way. I picked him up on one of my two teams just because <laughs> like things were so bad on the waiver wire, and I had Mike Williams get hurt, and he was literally the best thing that was available. Oh God, good Lord! So now yeah, you're yeah. going to go back down for sure because there's no way he plays for you. He doesn't play for you. you no, he's on my bench. He's on my yeah. bench. And Alan Lazard practices on Thursday, his second practice of the week after missing last week. What a perfect time to return the Detroit Lions. Smash spot. He's going to be a great top 30 play this week. And Christian Watson is back, too. <laughs> All right. Chris, uh, Corey Davis did not practice on Thursday. Uh, just, you know, what a sketchy, sketchy receiving core that is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Even without Corey Davis not practicing. Anyway, he didn't practice on Thursday. Maybe they'll be leaning more on Garrett Wilson. Yeah, you'd think it would open up the door for Elijah Moore, and then he plays the fifth no. on the team. So no. No. That no. ship has sailed. Forget it. That ship is, his only value was if he got traded. He did right. Not. You said you were very interested in him up to, like, November 1st or something. And November 1st is come and gone. It's and come and gone. gone. From your rosters. Uh, the rest of these receivers are kind of useless. So Josh Reynolds did not practice. Jahan Dotson did not practice. Robbie Anderson's up to speed. He's going to be up to speed by this weekend. Oh, maybe. Fire him up. Marquise Goodwin did not practice. I just put Marquise Goodwin on here because Seamus was like, I want to pick up Najoku, but I do I drop Marquise Goodwin? And I was like, why the fuck is Marquise Goodwin even on your team? Yeah, he drop Marquise at me. He's like, you're going to tell me to pick up Najoku, but I have to drop Marquise Goodwin? I was like, Seamus. You motherfucker, don't get sassy with me. Marquis. First of all, don't sass the wolf. Don't you sass me? And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm drunk and high after Lizzo. And I was like, all right, now you can sass me. Fair enough, Seamus. I fucking love you. <laughs> I wonder if he's tuned in yet. But uh, yeah, Marquis Goodwin, there's no reason for him to be on your roster now that both DK and Lockett are fully healthy, ready to go. Let's talk tight ends. Part of that just terrible Raiders team that basically uh, took dud of the week as a team last week. Darren Waller, hamstring issue. He was limited in Thursday's practice. I, 
I mean, I don't. Is anything going to even help the Raiders? Like, would it? Will it even matter if this guy plays? I mean, I know this is fantasy. Um, you know, he might get some catches, but I mean, I'm I'm so unexcited about these Raiders receivers right now. I am too. I mean, even Devontae Adams, like the monster of all monsters, is being dragged down to hell by Derek Carr. Remember, when he said Derek Carr is as good as Rogers. Who? Yes, I know Rogers. Yeah. Get too, but. Rogers at least could sustain a nearly two thousand. I mean, we at least have seen Adams and Rogers be extremely successful over many, many, many many years. And now it's like, oh, good. You're both terrible now. Yeah, exactly. So that really sucks. That whole team blows. Mark Andrews was sidelined on Thursday. Keep in mind, again, it's a Monday night game. So this is kind of like the Wednesday, getting your feet under you day. They did say it was not a major thing. But as said with Gus Edwards, bye week looming. Got to imagine the team might take it easy. Monday night, have your backup plan. Have Isaiah Likely, 29% rostered. That's your handcuff. He plays. If Mark Andrews sits and he plays, probably a top six tight end this week. Everett Boy, got to shout him out. Logan Thomas nursing a calf issue. He remained limited in Thursday's practice. He was active last week for the first time since week four. And his reward for that, zero (laughs) targets. Exactly. Yeah, so we really got to care about him. Cameron Bray back on the field. Really capping the two-catch 18-yard upside of Kate Otten. Just a shitty team, especially a shitty tight end situation. They're awful. And on defense, Marshawn Lattimore is not practicing. And we've seen wide receiver ones going off against the Saints since he's been out. So a good, good omen for uh, – who is the wide receiver one for the Ravens? And how it Bateman the out. The Ravens? Is it Jeffrey? Yeah. Jeffrey. I, just, I picked him up too. Um, yeah, not bad. Um, let me just ask you before we get into the next section here. Um, if you had to guess right now, who's going to end up with a better record this year, the Packers or the Bucks? I would guess the Packers. What about you? Oh, the Bucks get such a shitty division, though, too. It does, the, 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 um, the, the Packers are in a shitty division. Yeah, the NFC North is no world beaters either. <laughs> the Lions and the, and the freaking Bears? Come yeah. on, man. And they're still both pathetic teams. They're oh. awful. They're they're both. I mean, all right, here's another question. Do you think either of those teams is going to make the playoffs? I think the Bucks do. I think the Bucks okay. win that division, and I think they make the playoffs. I think Brady – obviously, my Brady trutherism is coming through here. But yeah, I yeah. Think with the divorce, like, finally settled, I think Brady's going to eventually get his feet under him. Like, he's been going through a lot of shit, and now it's finally done. Like, I'm, there's obviously lingering effects to it, but it's done. And I think that's going to go a long way. We're going to see a – a fired up Brady in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? Who do you have more faith in? I have more faith in Tommy. He gets it done in clutch far more than Rogers ever has. I think that the Bucks are at least in theory a better team than the Packers. I mean, the Packers just like they don't pass the eye test in any way. I mean, neither of the Bucks, but on paper, the Bucks at least seem like they would be better. So I guess I would lean towards the Bucks. But uh, if you told me both these teams were going to finish like seven and 10, I, I wouldn't be like, that's nuts because they right. just both seem really bad. Yeah, true. And the Rams, we'll talk about that matchup when we get too high. Oh, gosh, they're terrible too. Yeah, really bad. All right, let's talk higher. Let's talk lower. Let's talk Hail Marys. Uh, we're making good progress. Give us a like. We, we already got a decent crowd. Gosh, the, the crowds just gather. And we appreciate it. it, folks. You guys are the best. Thanks for being here. Get those questions in about 40 to 50 already. Love to see that. We'll get to them all. We're cruising right now. Yeah, so we are cruising. All that mailbag, that thumbs up button would mean the world. Get us up to more people. I guess that's the one benefit when we have all these teams on buys. We just have less people to talk about, which is kind of nice. So it is kind of nice. on through these. That way we can get to all your questions. That's why you guys are here. But there's so many of you here. It'd be so greatly appreciated to get that thumbs up. If you like what you're hearing, not hit the thumbs down. 
and help. Comment. I don't care, but I'm happy you're here. So and start another uh, start a dummy uh, Gmail account so you can like us and subscribe again on YouTube. We'd sure appreciate it. All right, higher, lower, Hail Mary quarterbacks higher. Justin Fields, he of the Konami upside versus the Dolphins. QB nine for the Wolf, eleven by the experts. Not a huge discrepancy. I definitely understand why you like him here. Absolutely, you said Konami upside. The guy has the second most runs on the year the first most designed runs across the last four weeks. So they've really started to tap into it, and especially at the red zone where he is dominant. Miami is his easiest matchup of the season so far and leading into Detroit and Atlanta as well the next two weeks. So we've got a cakewalk schedule for a guy that's put up 17, 19, 24, 26, a top 12 quarterback four straight weeks, the quarterback five across those last four weeks. The Bears themselves, 33 and 26 points. Don't look now. They're not a terrible offense suddenly. And Justin Fields is the main reason as he gets more and more comfortable. I am more and more comfortable. I just traded Rashad White, actually, to get Justin Fields. And I feel really good about that as my starting quarterback right now. I bet Kristen Mann, without a question, just throwing us a couple bucks. We appreciate that. That's the second time someone's just given us a little bit of money for nothing. So thank you. I know. Super, Let's super keep our nice. eyes. Do you want to? So, sh- Kristen, if you meant to ask a question. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you throw a question in there, uh, I'll help you out. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll answer you. Who was the other one? It was Ward Meanwhile, Willis. it was Ward Willis. Well, Ward. I'm keeping an eye on Ward. Uh, and Kristen does have a question, which we'll get in a second. Ward, so also, Ward asked this one, actually. So we, we should get Ward. Oh, well, we do have that nice $10 super chat, too. You guys are fucking awesome. He, he didn't ask a question. He's just making a comment. I traded Pierce um, and Higgins for Barkley and Jamal Williams. I think that's a great deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a great deal. Barkley's the best player of the deal. I do like Higgins. I do like Pierce a lot. But, like, Jamal Williams is a two-touchdown threat every single week, and you have Swift, so you got the handcuff, plus you got the best player in the deal. Really well done. Thank you for the support, Ward Willis, for this chat. It's also Contito, and we do have a question for Kristen, which we'll get in a second. What's going on, guys? Again, I'm in a full PPR league. I need to make some moves for tonight. I have Devontae Smith as my flex. Should I put him as my wide receiver, two over Kirk, uh, and sit Kirk and put in Garrett Wilson? Salsa and, Contito. And, he, and he's throwing us another super chat uh, right after this one. So we're going You're the back. Man. To Thank you so salsa. much, Salsa. Go so ahead. generous with you. 15 bucks, throwing out the big bucks for the boys tonight. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. So a couple things here. One, I definitely have Devonta Smith over Kirk. And either way, he's a Thursday night guy. You want them in your starter spot, like the wide receiver, not the flex. So I do move Kirk to my flex spot. And that way, let's say Deion Jackson's out there in your league. You pick him up. Jonathan Taylor gets ruled out. I don't even play Christian Kirk. I play the workhorse running back coming into the game. So definitely put Smith into your lineup, put Kirk into the flex. I wouldn't put Garrett Wilson ahead of Kirk. He's facing Buffalo, the toughest matchup for wide receivers. And I just have no faith in Zach Wilson. I think they're going to get absolutely smothered. But I would definitely put Kirk into the flex. And then that way you can see what running backs might ultimately get uh, picked up. He's He's got more to say. I also Perfect. have Jeff Duvernay available that maybe I could replace him with Kirk or keep Kirk on. Also, I have the Washington defense over Tampa. You think that's a good move? Whew. So that's another loaded one here. And when <laughs> I saw Todd, Todd Exotic ask, how do viewers reply via video chat? So we don't take those ones until we get to the mailbag, Todd. But I just commented in the call-in link. We'd love to have Todd. I wonder what Todd Exotic looks like. I've never imagined. Uh, you can also call in without your video <laughs> on, too, if anybody doesn't feel comfortable but they want to talk to us. That's always okay. But to the Super Chats, which we always give preference for, uh, thank you again so, so much, Sauce. And Dave, David Speaking Bob. of it, Dave, David, Not David even Emilio is like, get off my lawn. <laughs> I fucking love him. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I, I actually 
Duvernay and Kirk is a really interesting question. So either way, get Devonta Smith in tonight. I think he's in a good spot. He's been so solid all year. Last week, yeah, it was a little bit of a dud, but no one would be shocked to see him go 100 in a touchdown tonight. Uh, so I play Smith tonight. Do you do you agree with that Smith and Smith over Kirk? I do, although it's not it's not totally clear cut. But yes, no, it's it's my 21 and 25. Like they're pretty close to each other, but I do have Smith just a little bit higher. I will say Duvernay, I bumped up to 28 today. I love his spot with no Marshawn Lattimore. I Not actually – I, I think I might like Duvernay right up there with those guys, if I'm being and honest. They use him like Debo Samuel. He goes into the backfield. Like, he's going to be their new wide receiver one, and they're going to try to do everything they can to get the balls in his hand. And honestly, when he's been used – He produces, man. He highs. really does. It's like first time we were like, oh, that's a fluke. Second time we are like, ah, oh, don't expect that. But he really does keep producing. This time we're like, okay, he's, this guy's actually fucking good. Yep. Duvernay is legit. So I would I would consider Duvernay over Kirk Salsa. I, I have Kirk a couple spots higher, ah, but, man, that's close. Now, I would definitely go Tampa over Washington defense. Tampa gets the Rams. That is an awful offensive line, like the worst offensive line in football versus one of the better defensive lines. I know Tampa's D has been pretty but Maybe shitty. a banged-up Cooper Cup. I mean, Maybe a banged-up Cup. And the Rams in general, like to the Falcons, they gave up a pick six. They've given up the second most points to defenses. And Tampa Bay is a very opportunistic defense. I think a pick six is well within the cards. I think at least four to five sacks with that D-line matched up against that O-line. I love Tampa. They're a top three defense for me this week. Washington? (laughs) Make it a hard question, at least. Washington freaking sucks salsa. Like – uh, and of course, now this week they're gonna have like eight sacks. And he's yeah, gonna- yeah. I mean, this is this is this is a like trap pick right here. But yes, I'm with the wolf I, in a vacuum. I'm going Tampa over Washington every time. And and I am strongly leaning Duvernay to, over Kirk. Like I, I like Duvernay. I would well. go Duvernay over Kirk. I'm not yeah. kidding. I would do that it. That game is that Jags game is so tricky because like it could shoot out, it could go nuts, or it could be like ten to three and just gross. Right. So I have no idea Jags Raiders, like how that one goes. Obviously, if it shoots out, Kirk's going to be a nice play. But they're also one of right. the best teams. We'll talk. I have Kirk as my lower of the week because they're very, very good against the slot. The Raiders are like the hardest team to match up for slot receivers. So do, the more we talk this through, Truth, I'm kind of like, give me the juice of Duvernay. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I actually, I mean, I, I would love to like argue with you on that, but I actually agree with you for whatever it's worth. So yeah. take that and, for what uh, it's worth. Last one, we were really rolling. But then we got super chatted a bunch, which we appreciate. And Kristen does have a question, so I feel like we need to answer it. Tight end, is Hawk viable or bench him for Hurst? What do you think? Standard scoring. It's a good one. Uh, I mean, new team, it sometimes takes a little bit to get acclimated. Plus, you're dealing with Justin Jefferson as a target hog on the other side of you. So that certainly doesn't make things any easier. I had Hawk higher, but like I'm, I have him three spots above the ECR. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know that I like that. Hurst gets Carolina. It's the middle of the pack matchup. Nothing special, but eh, he hasn't been great either. Two, five, and four in standard leagues. So I know he's in standard settings. I think I just go for Hawk and hope they like, we got our new toy. Let's feature him. Let's get him into the end zone. Let's get him acclimated. You see that happen so much with teams. We know Irv Smith's now out for eight to 10 weeks. We do see it happen. And I would also lean with your pick. I, I feel like it usually takes a week. It, it does usually take a week, but then it also could flip on that idea. Like yeah, just, sure. A team just force feeds him in the red zone to be like, welcome to Minnesota. It, you know, TJ yeah. Hawkinson's here. So I, I'm going to go Hawkinson there. I just, Hurst uh, isn't giving you enough to really be viable. I agree with you. All right. We were rolling. Um, and that was Salsa, a sidetrack. And he gave us two super chats. So he asked, will Eckler play this week? 
I haven't seen anything that he won't. I think he announced the one that's really questionable. Right. And, uh, and, and Mike Williams will not. All right. And Mike Williams will not. But yeah, uh, definitely. And he's probably the best running back play of the week. <laughs> quarterbacks, higher, lower, Hail Mary. We are now on lower. Geno Smith at Arizona, QB 12, two spots lower than the experts. Again, not a huge discrepancy. Why are you a tiny bit down on Geno, who has been honestly one of the best five or six fantasy quarterbacks this year? He has for most of the year. He had a nice stretch, 20, 32, and 24 points. Looking great, but those came against Atlanta, Detroit, New Orleans, all bottom five for quarterback matchups. Great place for quarterbacks, rather. Arizona, just a few weeks ago, he only put up 13 points. He's had 14 and 19 in the last couple of weeks since. So not horrible, but quarterback 19, quarterback 15, quarterback 13. Hasn't been top 12 in three straight weeks. They're just, with Kenneth Walker now, kind of taking over that backfield, they seem to be getting more and more back to that ground and pound offense. And so I think Gino is a nice real life, safe high floor, but I don't think we're hitting those 25, 30 point, maybe even 20 point days anymore. I think you're going to get a nice 14 to 15 and feel okay about it, but certainly not a locked in QB nine is his ECR right now. He's a fringe QB one for me, not a locked in one. Ward Willis says Eckler has an ab injury. Oh, just, put, just putting it out there. Thank you, Ward. Thank you, Ward. That must have been uh, new right before we got live today. We, we, we tend to trust Ward on these things, so uh, keep an eye on that, folks. Hail Mary, Andy Dalton against Baltimore. I don't hate this pick, Wolf. Quarterback 18, no. four spots above the experts, only 14% rostered. The Red Rifle, we laughed about it last week, talking about saddling him up, firing him up out there. The Red Rifle, He's he's been okay. He's been really good. I mean, this New Orleans offense has sustained gunslingers for years, and it's crazy to think that Red Rifle's a gunslinger now. But 30 and 17 points in back-to-back weeks, he's damn solid. And he gets Baltimore, the eighth most points allowed, two QBs, the best matchup. And Chris Olave is a badass, and Alvin Kamara is a badass. Yes. And, you know, those are those are some attractive targets. And they throw 40, 32, 47, and 30 times their last three weeks with the rifle. They're letting the rifle fire. And the rifle's putting up some pretty They're letting the rifle cook. They, let, <laughs> let the rifle cook. Let Andy cook. Let Andy cook, baby. But, yeah, I mean, I, I have him as a top 14 play. He's the quarterback 18 by ECR. He's only 14% rostered. I think there's like a nice, like, 50, there's like a Geno Smith for 15-ish points. And I think he has a higher C. Honestly, I would I kind of like Andy Dalton more than Geno Smith this week. Call me crazy. But I really, really like the matchup against Baltimore. He'll probably throw a pick, maybe even two. But I bet you he throws three scores on that terrible banged-up secondary. I really like Andy Dalton this week. All right, we're keeping it rolling, watching uh, and burning questions. Tom Brady against Stafford. Is this a loser leaves town match? Also, Herbert and Burrow, without their studs in, how are they going to shake out? Uh, just answer the first one. Do you think you don't really think it's a loser leaves town match? I mean that in the sense – I stole that term from uh, part of my take with Barstool. They label those games where if the, the, whoever lose, loses this game, they have no more shot in the playoffs. And I kind yeah, of – Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I mean, loser leaves town match, that's like pro wrestling from the 80s where like back before everybody knew it was fake and like, you know, guy would leave and all of a sudden he would lose his job and then he'd come back wearing a mask like a couple months later. And yeah, exactly. Like we didn't know it was him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Do you, do you think, do you think that the loser of this game is like not going to make the playoffs? Yes. I think, okay. this game okay. is I think the season is over for whoever loses this game. Okay. That's awesome. Do you, uh, not, do you really think somebody like, I think here's what I think. I, I hear what you're saying. I think that the NFC is really bad. And if you look at the records of the teams on top of those divisions, they're not very good. So, I mean, like, you know, if, if, uh, if the Bucks were to lose, how many games out of 
first place in the division oh, that they do. Two, right. Like and one and a half, maybe. If the Rams lose, how many games out are they? Like two at the most, right? Yeah, I get it. So, and so I, I just think there's too much there's too much that can happen here. I I, I think they both suck. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think if the Rams lose, they're done. I think the Bucks can still recover. I think the Rams the lose Rams so bad. That that division's a little more competitive, even though the Seahawks. Are Remember, so we thought that division was going to be amazing, and we, yeah. except for the Seahawks, well, who, who ironically are the best team in the division. Anyway, let's go to running backs. AJ Dillon against Detroit, RB twenty one, four better than the experts. It's been a while since you've been high on AJ Dillon. He's been appearing on the lower list for most. Kind of like every week. Exactly. And you've been right every time. I have not been wrong. He hasn't had double-digit fantasy points in a, since week one. Holy shit. He oh, he's been that. terrible. He's been awful. And I really went out and got him in my auction league. I was like, I really like this guy. I, he still obviously drips in the handcuff upside, but this offense is just so shitty. No, so yeah, it's really, like his handcuff upside is not even that great. Because no, it isn't. The, offense, exactly. the Packers suck. They, anyway. they suck 100%. But we did see after you know, only four carries against Washington, which was still mind-numbing. Ten carries last week, 54 yards against Buffalo, a good defense. It looked like he was getting some juice back. And, of course, the real thesis behind why A.J. Dillon's in the higher, he's facing Detroit this week. Okay. That's like A.J. Dillon, two touchdowns, those quads bulging out of their pants. I, fucking, I think this is A.J. Dillon steamrolling. It could, of course, be. Could it be? You know, Aaron Jones goes for four touchdowns like he always does against Detroit. Absolutely. Sure. My gut's telling me, Dylan, two touchdown day. Nice little contrarian DraftKings play there, too. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. Top 20 running back this week after not going double digits since week one. I still can't believe that, by the way. I, I didn't realize it was that bad. He gets back in there this week. Fatty Mateo I, I, I says NFC is bad. Isn't the top of the East like 14 or three or something? Yes, they are. And I acknowledge that, although I – do not buy into the Giants for like one second. But if you look at those other divisions, I mean, I, I believe the Cowboys are pretty good. I believe the Eagles are obviously pretty good. Uh, I'm really not buying into too, too many other teams. I like the Niners. I want to think that they're good. Uh, but, I yeah. They but, I, but yeah, I do think the NFC is generally speaking bad. By the way, I think the AFC is uh, pretty bad too. I think there's like four or five good teams in the NFL. Um, that's that's just my take. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Cordero Patterson against the Chargers, RB19, 41 spots above the experts. I'm assuming that will balance out due, yeah. to, due to injury, but still, that's a that's a big difference and fun to put out there. Exactly. <laughs> My guess, like you said, the injury is the, the clear, clear driving factor. But what often happens in these situations is they don't come up to the level that they should. Even if they're 40 spots below, they might remain like 10 spots below by the time Cordero Patterson. This, of course, assumes he's healthy. Of course, assumes he's in. He's played three full games this year. He had over 20 points in two of them. He was second in the NFL in rushing through week three. I mean, this guy's electric the past two seasons, and he's getting the Chargers, the worst defensive line in fantasy fo in football right now, the most points allowed to running backs, especially in terms of receptions. Like, Patterson's going to walk right in to an amazing spot. And, yes, Algiers looked good. I don't think he disappears. Maybe Huntley remains involved in the goal line. But Patterson's their guy, 22, 10, 17, and then nine before he got hurt in week four, he's their featured back. And I think he's going to walk into a great spot and even just 12 to 15 touches against the Chargers team, a bad, bad Chargers defense. I just like that game. I think that's one of the more fun games this weekend is like two yeah. kind of mediocre struggling teams that can put up points. Aren't I, the Falcons in first place? Yeah, they are. But they're still gross. It's like a four. And yeah, the, yeah but like think about what we thought going into the season. Falcons, 
awful. Seahawks, Seahawks. Awful. <laughs> right. And I mean, like, you know, it's just like Giants, awful. And here we it's go. Weird year, man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you're, you're into Patterson, right? Like, Patterson's the fucking man. You know I love Patterson. Yeah, I, I hate how they use him. I don't think that I, – I feel like they should almost use him as like a bell cow. Um, all right. Uh, let's blow through these running backs. We have a lively mailbag. I, I would really, really, really like to get uh, busting through this thing so we can hit our – we got two video chats waiting. And also, uh, we got a lot of people with a lot of stuff to say. So let's get through these running backs. David Montgomery against the Dolphins. RB26, six below the experts. Um why? Is that because of Herbert? It is because of Herbert. He just continues to look better and better. 60% going to, you know, Montgomery. It's getting close, though. Uh, so that that's the closest gap we saw. 60% Montgomery, 40% Herbert last week. And Herbert, 16 carries, 99 yards. Touchdown just looks way better. They keep saying they're going to ride the hot hand. Seems like it's trending that way. Herbert's been the running back 17, running back 14 the past couple of weeks. Compared to Montgomery, who's consistently ranked above him, Montgomery is 12 and seven points in his last two weeks, running back 22, running back 38. Like gross, just inefficient, gross, not the player that Khalil Herbert is. And this might be the week that he officially takes it over. Plus when you're facing Miami, you beat him through the air, not on the ground. So both those running backs a little bit lower on, but Herbert much higher for me than Montgomery. Uh, My, the Michael Carter going against Buffalo, RB 38 below the experts. I can't believe they have him as RB 22. How? He's facing the Bills, a very, very bad matchup, bottom five matchup. This is a three-headed nightmare. We talked about no, this. It's a, he's, a, he's platooning for time in the Jets' backfield against a great defense. Yeah, let's jack him up around the top 20. Are you kidding me? I get all these teams are on by, but that's not – that's a I very, don't care. very good play. I don't care. Ty Johnson's the third down back. Then you got James Robinson probably increasing his role by the week. Carter's a bench for me. He's ahead of Hilaire in rankings. He's ahead of – Herbert in rankings? No, 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 thank you. I said I want Gibson, who I really like this weekend. No fucking way. Carter should be on benches. Tyler Algier against the Chargers, RB 31, 10 below the experts. I kind of feel the same way about this one. Yeah. I think I think obviously a lot of this is again the injury. So if Patterson's ruled in, I imagine they'll get more in line, but I think it's just that idea that's I still not gonna, don't see him as a top 20 running back. No, just, not at all. And he's don't. looked pretty good. He really has. But he's getting vultured out the one-yard line by uh, by Caleb Huntley. So I think he might get like 10 to 12 middle-of-the-pack touches, but not get the goal line work, not get the receiving work with Patterson in. So you're probably left with what we've seen from Algier a lot of these weeks, five to eight points, just empty calories, not top 21 running back numbers at least. Hail Mary, Deion Jackson, 18.5% rostered on ESPN, 38% rostered on Yahoo for some reason, twice as much. Uh, a lot of standalone upside with him. Also, you kind of like Isaiah Pacheco against Tennessee, 31% on Yahoo, 25% on ESPN. Yeah, the running back one, Deion Jackson, the last time he made the start for Taylor. Taylor hasn't practiced all week. There's a good chance we see Deion Jackson starting. But even if not, with Naeem Hines gone, this is a guy that's caught 14 of 14 targets, dominated as a receiver the last game out. So I think he's got some standalone Heinzian juice to him. But if Taylor misses the game or gets a flare up in the yeah. middle of it, I really like Jackson. And that's definitely a plug and play I can get behind. Uh, and then who's my other one? Pacheco. Pacheco. Pacheco started last game, did only play 30% of the snaps. But I think we're going to start to see the Chiefs just blowing out teams, including the Titans this week. And that's when they really like to get their rookie some burn. We've seen Andy Reid historically give his rookies a lot more burn after the bye week. So I think he could start this week, but then also continue to chip away even more. So I like Pacheco a lot. He's out in a bunch of leagues. I think we could see a touchdown. I think we can see him bleeding clock against Tennessee late in this game. So if you're desperate, 
there's a lot of juice to just rostering and never mind you're forced to start him and then you'll get a, like a nice smattering of eight to ten carries maybe even more if they're bleeding up the clock so if you wanted to see what todd exotic looked like you're going to find out uh, here in a few minutes because uh-huh, we do have the todd exotic in the call um, last, maybe. <laughs> um, all right guys to watch does deontay foreman keep rumbling with chuba back yeah probably Washington backfield, if McKissick sits, does Gibson get peppered in targets? We do have some Gibson questions uh, in the comments, so I, I do want to make sure we get to those. And also, my guy, Jeff Wilson in Miami. I love that, by the way. Also, Naeem Hines in Buffalo, some running backs in uh, some new situations. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Old faces, new places, but you know who I'm most excited about. It's Jeffrey. He's yeah, always too. I got guy. Jeffrey. He, he went from being really valuable to having no value to maybe having a little value again. I think most, I think I bet you he's making starts by Thanksgiving. Whether that's because okay. I would love that because I, I could really use a good run. I think he either outplays most or we have a classic <laughs> sports car breakdown. Wilson will be starting by Thanksgiving in their playoff schedule. Oh, it's so juicy. So, yeah, Jeff Wilson, he's only 45% roster right now. If he's out there in your league, because I cut him and then I paid 26 bucks to go get him again. Because, yeah, of course you cut him with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> But yes, at this point, go don't check you love it when you when you go out and spend a bunch of waiver money and then you cut them and then you got to go spend a bunch of waiver money. Again. I hate that so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wide receivers. Uh, and you got like every guy in the NFL on your higher list. Josh Palmer uh, at the Falcons. Wide receiver 21, nine above the experts. Of course, Keenan Allen, a big question mark. Mike Williams out. I mean, you would think that would open the door, right? Yeah, Keenan, well, I guess Keenan Allen does not play. I also think he's not going to play. The most points to wide receivers Atlanta has surrendered so far. And now you got the wide receiver one with no AJ Terrell either. That would be a concern if Terrell was playing. He's likely out too. So Palmer is set up to feast Austin Eckler himself, teammate Austin Eckler, saying he's going to get a bunch more targets moving forward the rest of the season. The way he's, he's got playing. that ab injury, right? I think he clearly knows what this team's doing. Last time he recommended a player on his own team was Justin Jackson, who was filling in for him. Justin Jackson put up 35 fantasy points that week. Different positions. I understand it. But Palmer's in a great spot. He's already seen 17% or higher target share in five of his six games. And he's been okay. He hasn't had a top 20 week, but he's had four in the top 35. So I think you're getting a nice floor. And this could be the ceiling game where we get like two scores. If none of the other receivers are there. Big, big fan of Palmer. Top 21. I've got a lot of questions about him. I'm all in. I love Palmer this week. Alan Lazard at Detroit. Wide receiver 26. 15 up, obviously. This is if he plays. Uh, he was dealing with a shoulder a shoulder injury. He has been practicing. It looks starting to look like he's probably going to play. Um, he's going to play. And, and I actually think if he plays, you might be a little low at 26. Yeah, six, eight, eight, nine, seven. I mean, he's the clear, steadiest target guy here. And none of those are monster 15 target days no. or anything like that. But he's definitely the he's clear legit, though. most targeted guy. He's had two touchdowns in his last three games. Better top. Looking at that 17, 21 to 10, and then 35 in terms of his wide receiver finishes the last four weeks. So, I mean, a clear cut. Actually, all his four, five straight weeks, he's been at least a wide receiver three or better. So, it's a nice floor. Then you get Detroit. So, that's where your ceiling gets unlocked. Big fan of Lazard. He's clearly the top trusted guy for him. So, yeah, definitely all in. He's starting for me. If you, if you, if you have Lazard, you're playing. We don't have to go into this too much because we've already uh, blown enough smoke up this guy's ass. But Devin Duvernay uh, at New Orleans, wide receiver 28, five above the experts. We both really like the guy. A great matchup, creative usage, now the number one wide receiver here. And if Andrews is out especially, like who else are they going to throw to? Obviously likely gets a nice boost, but Duvernay himself should see right. eight to ten targets. And they're going to be creative ones at that against a Marshawn Lattimore-less secondary for the Saints. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Spoiler alert, Isaiah likely might be making an appearance on the Wolves' Hail Mary 
tight end list. <laughs> Rounding out higher, McCole Hardman, wide receiver 36, four above the experts. He's only 43% rostered. He is such a hit or miss guy, but I definitely understand why you like him. Yeah, he was kind of the Hail Mary, but at 43% rostered, it felt like I couldn't go all the way in on him. But a top 36 receiver for me, 10, 12, and 26 fantasy points. The wide receiver, two last time on the field across his last three. So, yes, is he hit or miss? Sure, but the last three straight have been pretty damn solid. Tennessee's giving up the most points to wide receivers, in particular, number two wide receivers. So, big explosive, like explosive threat. Wouldn't be shocked at all to see him find the end zone yet again after he's now scored in three straight weeks. Big fan of, uh, of McCole Hardman this week. Another guy, on when now we're going to lower, another guy that we've already talked about, so we don't have to go too much into it, is Christian Kirk against Las Vegas. You never know how these Jaguars games are going to go. You got him as your wide receiver, 25. The experts like him at 20. Anything else to say about Kirk? 2, 9, 14, 6, 7 across his last games. He had that great first three games where everyone's like, well, maybe that contract wasn't so over the top or so bad, but getting a brutal matchup in the slot against the Raiders, I don't think this is the spot that we really can go back. Like, you can't, again, top 25 receiver. So, yeah, he's probably in your laps, but similar to that like, Duvernay question, I think you got to definitely consider other options. I'm, as we talk, I'm going to bump him below Duvernay. I want Duvernay ahead of Kirk. We don't need to talk about – we're not going to talk about this now because we got a big uh, mailbag thing, but I think it's interesting the Jags went and picked up Calvin Ridley like right now. Like I know he yeah. can't play. It's just an interesting thing to do right now, and we'll talk about that another time. I like it. I, I mean, we don't even. He's suspended indefinitely. We don't even know if he's, if he's coming. He'll back. Be and we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Maybe Darnell Mooney against the Dolphins, wide receiver thirty-three, five below the experts. Why? I think Claypool is going to become immediately the wide receiver one here. Now the matchup's good. Mooney's had fifty plus yards in six straight weeks. He's looked solid himself, so this could be the week he finally gets deep hits the end zone. But I think Claypool just walks right into the number one target share here and has a really good day. So I'm worried that Mooney – maybe we saw Mooney get unlocked by having another receiver next to him with Allen Robinson last year. So maybe, but Allen Robinson was a corpse last year, probably this year too. So ultimately, I don't really judge that. I, Mooney's just like – is he really that clearly a top 26 receiver? I don't think no, so. No, of course not. All right. Robert Woods – at KC, wide receiver 45, nine below the experts. You don't have to say anything about this. This is a completely fair take. I don't understand how in the hell this guy's a top 36 receiver. It's four and two fantasy points in his last three weeks. He's bad. He's not good. He's not good at this stage with all these injuries. Never mind the fact that he's not seeing volume. What are we expecting here? Maybe they're down against the Chiefs and they have to chuck. I, I don't see the narrative. No, here. that's ridiculous. No. Um, real quick, Rico wants to know, would you drop Pacheco or Khalil Herbert to get uh, – is that Deshaun Jackson? Is that who we're talking about? Probably Deion Jackson. Oh, Deion Jackson, yes. Um, um, Deshaun Jackson, maybe not. Not Herbert. I would definitely hold on to Herbert. He's a must. I, I would drop Pacheco for uh, I Deion Jackson well. in a second. Yep, 100%. Okay, I actually cool. just made that move in a league. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hail Mary, DeAndre Carter at Atlanta, 19% rostered. Yeah, same idea as Palmer. Number one matchup with tons of open volume, fresh off the bye. He's been a pretty solid, like, big play artist for him. So I think Palmer might be the target magnet, but we could definitely see DeAndre Carter find the end zone against this really bad secondary. Demarcus Robinson going against the Saints, only 7% rostered. Yeah, so Duvernay is probably going to step up and be that number one receiver. But don't rule out Demarcus Robinson. Eight targets last week led the team. Six catches, 64 yards. This guy's made plays before. He's definitely in line for a nice target share the rest of the season. So he's a guy that's good waiver pickup just in general, but definitely in this matchup with no Lattimore too. 
Guys, we're watching. Same thing. Guys uh, switching situations, switching teams. Chase Claypool in Chicago, of course, we're interested. Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. That could be interesting. Uh, does DJ Moore continue rolling? Uh, that would be nice. He's got a quarterback match, it seems like, unlikely. Um, and can Garrett Wilson's full takeover of the Jets wide receiver one role continue? All things we're looking out for this week. We're getting into tight ends, folks. Gerald Everett, top five guy in week nine. You're higher on him. You love Gerald Everett. Yeah, the same argument I paid for Carter, for Palmer, is also applicable to the other main pass-catching vein here, and that's Gerald Everett, who's been a monster tight end throughout the season already, and that's with Mike Williams on the field. So I think the touchdown upside is through the roof in a great matchup. I mean, the guy already has been a touchdown machine. So, yeah, he's had, uh, looking at it now, four, four of his six games have been top 12 tight end worthy. This is definitely another one coming this week. Lower, Tyler Higby at Tampa Bay. Tight end 14, five below the experts. I mean, we're just down on the Rams in general. Down on the Rams in general. He started the year as an absolute target hog, but we talked about Matthew Stafford's getting over his racism. Very nice to see that he can finally do so. And it's really resulted in only two targets, then six targets for Tyler Higby. One and two catches across his last two weeks. He's in to pass protect a whole lot more. So with racist Stafford no longer here, Tyler Higby no longer has a purpose in life. All right, here we go. Um, Isaiah likely too easy, 29% rostered hail Mary. We've already talked about him. Um, Absolutely. we got a quick, uh, super chat here. Um, start Devonte Smith or Michael Pittman half point PPR. I'm going Devonta Smith. I don't like Michael Pittman in the Sam Ellinger led offense. It does not pretty. It was not pass happy. It was gross. It was a gross team, gross offense. And if anybody comes out of value there, it's slinging it deep and Pittman still doesn't have a reception above 15 air yards on the year. So, no, I'm not into I'm not into Pittman. I love Devonta Smith. Great player. All right. We got two guys waiting uh to do some video chatting. One is an old standby. One is a longtime listener and watcher, first time video chat guy. Let's let's bring David in first. All right, let's get our regular who did not waste a single second <laughs> putting up the chat. Great to see you, David. How are we? Brother? What's going on, guys? So I owe an extreme apology to Truth from Sunday Please. night. Um I basically said that that Sunday morning London game was one of the better games in history. It was an absolute mush job looking back on all the scores Thank dating so back much. to 2007. So <laughs> admit I'm wrong and I grant, I will grant truth the mush in the win column. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Take some big hands to admit when they've been mushed. Yes. Uh, that, that was rough, but am I nuts for um, in a, Standard league benching Damian Pierce to run out Kenyon Drake this week. It's not, I mean, kind of just in because if Edwards does play, then Drake gets a big hit. Like, if we knew Edwards was sitting, then no, it would not be nuts at all. In fact, I'd probably prefer Drake over Pierce if we knew that. But there's so many variables at play here, and it's Damian Pierce who's just gotten the job done for you. Your locker room would lose a lot of respect for you, I think. So, I think you preserve the fantasy locker room. You, you play Damian Pierce, even if he doesn't do it tonight, you show the respect that he deserves. I don't know. What do you think, Truth? I mean, I agree with you. I, I love the whole locker room concept when it comes to fantasy. I get where you're coming from. I, I just, I'm not enamored with Drake, so I would probably roll Pierce out again. All right. And Truth, just quickly, uh, any mush this week or are you stepping back? Are, are the Raiders playing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, let, let's go with Vegas, no matter what they're doing, every oh. player they have. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Nice. Appreciate it, guys. All right. All right, buddy. Trust that gut. If you like Drake, play Drake. But Sounds it's not good. A, 
It's crazy. All righty, buddy. Talk to you Thanks later. Thanks so much. Good to see you, David. Let's bring in Todd. A first time, long time. Mr. Exotic, what's going on? Welcome. How are you guys doing? Hey. hey. Great to have you on. Disregard the background. This is it's the drunk tank. Yeah, nice. <laughs> How you guys Disregard. doing Disregard. I'm pretty good. What's up? Just enjoying this. Uh, it's a nice, brisky 43 and rainy up here in the, the great Northwest. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Love the Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. I'm sure you guys get it. Uh, sure. uh, dilemma. I put it in the chat, but you can uh, disregard that. So um, Damian Pierce is obviously like the, the name the name of the game today. So I have Damian Pierce, and the dilemma is, do I do I sit him in lieu of Deion Jackson or uh, A.J. Dillon and sit that Philly defense? That's number one ranked this, this week. Uh, or do I sit the Philly defense for either, late, for either uh, the Chargers or Carolina and start Damian Pierce? No, you're wow. not benching Philly defense. I was gonna say, man, it would it would it would be tough for me to sit in that Philly defense. Uh, the Wolf Wolf, meanwhile, thinking that 14 points is just not enough. I mean, he's expecting an absolute steamrolling by that defense. Absolute steamroll. I I would 100 not sit Philly defense. Whether or not you play Pierce, I, that should not change. You play Philly defense tonight. Pick six is very very likely. Look at the receivers they have to defend. I mean, they, they've shut down really good offenses all year, and now they're facing probably the shittiest they'll see all year. You don't you don't sit them. Um, so you 100% play play Philly defense. It does get tricky with Pierce, as we talked about, two touchdown upside with Dylan. Deion Jackson's more of an unknown. If you told me Taylor was sitting today, I might tell you to bench him, but we just don't know how that'll play out. Truth, I bet you were going to get a lot of Pierce questions tonight because people want us to tell them to bench. There, there's, there's a yeah. The mail when we hit the mailbag, you're going to see there's a lot of Pierce stuff, and a lot of them are the same questions, so we won't have to hit him a bunch of times. But yeah, people are definitely interested. I mean, who else are you going to ask on about the Texans? You know. I know, and it's so tricky because we talked about why we're lower on them. We th- I think they're going to get swallowed. I think they're going to get shut out, and that's not a good script. It's not a good script. I still have such a hard time benching him, though. Like He does have big playability. He could rip off a 70-yard touchdown and then do nothing else the rest of the game, but he's gotten you there on a play. I feel like he's earned it, and like maybe they don't shut him out. Maybe he gets his – even like last week, it looked so shitty, and then he got into the end zone. He just, he just gets it done, and this is going to be the hardest test to just get it done, but – I don't know. Where, what do you lean in, Chad? You, you going to bench him or not? The issue is, is if if Damian scores, then it takes points away from my defense. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I hate that. Yeah, I don't know. I was I, all banking on you guys for a type for you guys. You guys are supposed to be giving me the. <laughs> I agree. I know. Give it you to me. I'm usually like locked in. I don't know what to do with Pierce tonight because I, I, all the everything that I, I line up logically, I don't like him, but I just love the player enough that I feel like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, play I would. I, I'm just gonna say I would. I would play Pierce. I play Pierce too, and I still play Philly defense because yeah, he could score, and then that's good for Pierce, bad for your defense. But they'll probably have a pick six at that point, anyways. So I can honestly say I, I, I did not expect that answer. It's a great answer, and I will do that tonight. Well, good guys. luck, man. Thanks Todd, for calling. I love this new feature that we get to meet all you guys. It's great. Great, great seeing you guys. Good to see, see you. Too. Cheers. Take care. Hey, real quick, Wolf. Did we answer? Did we ever answer this super chat? Uh yeah, I said Devonta okay. Smith. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, we actually got a call. We we got a, a call from uh, an inter- international call. 
Hey, international call. Hopefully, it's not charging you for this one, my man, Frazier. Uh, how are we doing, boys? How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's <laughs> going on? Good to see you. <laughs> and me just give me a shout and I'll slow down a bit. <laughs> Love it. Uh, just a couple of things. I think I know the answer to the first one, but uh, Montgomery or Palmer this week? What do you think? I'm going to go Palmer over Montgomery. Yeah. I love really Palmer good. this week. I do love Palmer and I'm lower on Montgomery. So add up the math. Let's go Palmer there, baby. Yeah, I've, I've also got Keenan Allen in case he plays as well. So I've just stashed Palmer on the bench. So ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. Good and then second one, both on by, but Schultz or Njoku the rest of the season. Schultz or Njoku, who you like, Wolf? I like Njoku. I mean, he's been the top five guy most of the year. He's been getting it done. I know Schultz has his boy Dak back. It's looked pretty solid since then, but I don't know that Watson's anything negative. Like It should be considered a positive for Njoku when he's back, and he's just played really well. They're both kind of banged up too, so I wish I could be like, one's healthier than the other, just go with the healthy guy. We can't because they've both been dealing with their injuries all year. I gun to my head. I think I'm leaning Njoku. What do you think, Truth, though? I agree. I would go Njoku, and I wouldn't even need a gun to my head. All right. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks right. for calling, bud. Cheers, boys. Thanks so much. All right, man. Cheers, Cheers Frazier. Best of luck. Cheers, man. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Always love getting the international awesome. Love video chats. All right, let's hit awesome. the mail. It's not even 8 o'clock, so uh, let, let's start rolling through this thing. Let's roll through, baby. Up at the top. We're going to start here. Austin. Oh, okay. Like Sorry. Right. Yeah, there we go. Patrick Thank Foley, you, Burrow. Like Burrow share, for Hurts. That is, that, yeah, let's just pause for one sec, though. That like really does as we get to all your questions. We have plenty of time to get through them all. So thank you again so much for all you that were generous with your super chats. Awesome Collins too. We really appreciate it. One little thumbs up button. So quick and easy to hit. It helps us grow so much. So thanks again for being here. Like and share. Retweets, all that good stuff. Thank you, guys. And uh, just real quick before we do move on with that, Tune says, can we have Fraser on for a full drunk show? Because I want to hear his accent when he's drunk. <laughs> I would love that. I've talked to Fraser like on New Year's where he's like, I'm getting wrecked because I just won my title. Or something like that. I think it was you, Frazier. We have a couple people from Scotland, but yeah, I would love a drunk Frazier show. That'd I want to know if I want to know if Frazier's into the uh, Premier League because I'm actually really into Premier League soccer. He's really um, into Premier League too. Oh, is he really? Yeah, huge. Premier I got, League. Okay, I got a lot of thoughts on that as well. All right, Patrick Foley, what's a Burrow or Hurts? Hurts, man. Hurts. It's always Hurts. Josh hurts. Allen is the only reason you should ever sit Hurts, and if you had them both, then God bless you. Uh, Salsa Contita Wolf. We already They're talked to Salsa Bro. Uh, he was awesome. Uh, Jeremiah says Pierce or Gibbs. We actually already answered that one. And that that's actually a recurring question. We're going to see that a few uh, other times. Jimmy Pop, I have Pierce. Saquon off. Do I start Michael Carter? I have J-Rob and Wilson. Can Wilson come in and score more than MC given his familiarity with McDaniel's system? Carter should catch a few balls. What do you think? I actually like the uh, logic of Wilson coming in and just scoring a touchdown his first weekend. Kind of like that. I, I mean, I have Carter a little bit ahead, but I told I, – I don't like anything about Carter's this week. So, I mean, yeah, if you're feeling that, Jimmy Pop, it feels like you are, baby. Jimmy Pop, get that Jeff Wilson in. I'm with you. Let's do it. Profit official. Sup, everyone. What's Sup. up? Todd said, help me, fellas. Uh, and we actually already answered that because we just chatted with Todd. And, Todd, it was great having you on the show. So, I hope we see you again soon. That's indeed. Uh, ugly one here from Tunes. Damian Pierce, Henderson, Marvin Jones, sit one. I got to sit Marvin Jones. That's I mean, Henderson. Fuck Henderson, though. Like, Henderson's great. You're not sitting – this is where it's like, come on. You're really right. With Honestly, uh, I, don't know. You, I also instinctively went Jones, but then I kind of was like, ah, eh, maybe Henderson. Pierce, Henderson you're clearly really playing. six touches last week, and he didn't look good on any of them. So, 
I probably just bench Henderson and hope Marvin Jones catches a bomb touchdown or something. Yeah. Giuseppe says drop Wondell Robinson for Terrace Marshall PPR. I no, I don't think so, but I'm not a po- I dropped Wondell this week, so I can drop him, but Terrace Marshall doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and he says drop Henderson for Deion Jackson. Good move. Hell yes. yes definitely a good move. Oh, yes. Uh, and he says, uh, Jimmy Pop says, Lovey's a nitwit. He may ride, ride Pierce. Yes, which is, I think he's going to try to. He, he said he wants to get Pierce 20 carries every single week. So you just need one of them to pop. That's why I'm going to most likely stick to Pierce in most of these questions. Uh, Dylan says, uh, Foreman or Devontae Smith? Ooh, that's pretty good. I lean Foreman, but it's close. What about you, Truth? I agree. I lean Foreman, but it's close. Y2J29, you got me a little scared now. Would you start Khalil Herbert over Pierce? I don't think so, but, man, it's like – it's just – it's tough. It's so tough. You, you clearly know it. I just want to lay out the case for you. Blowout potential, probable, and then eventually you're going to get yanked for Rex Burkhead. Like, it's just a matter of does he get into the end zone early or do they get into the red zone and put him back in late? Oh, man, I, I think I still go Pierce here, but the, it's clear why we should be nervous about him. It's a good defense. Granted, they are better against the pass and the run, though. He's going to get probably 15 to 20 carries. I'm going to stick it out with Pierce. He's I'm earned in, it at this point. I'm intrigued by Herbert. Our guy, Omar, what's going on? Yo, my guy's got a real ugly one for you here. Gainwell tonight, or Sony Michelle and Kaze Eckler sits. Deep dynasty benches. Just saw my running backs on bye. Oof. I mean, I don't – it is ugly doesn't play sony gives you at least like a touchdown potential plunge game has got what one snap in like three weeks what's the point of putting him in so yeah i'm I'm gonna go sony and and omar acknowledges probably the grossest start set you'll get all year we should next season we should keep track of the grossest ones because like yeah it's it's gross but i mean yeah we've gotten some gross ones omar i've gotten some real hideous ones that's that's probably not the worst, but it would be top seven. It's, it's not seven. great. It's bad. It's, it's not good at all. We can Taylor Malone. Pierce, Lockett, or Gabe Davis start one half point PPR. Ooh, this is one where you can bench Pierce. This is like I'm, Gabe I'm going, Davis. I'm going Dave, Gabe Davis, man. I'm going the daddy. Yeah, I am too. I know he disappointed us last week, but he's, he's, still, he's still our guy. You can't, you cannot bench it. You can't. He's still our guy. Gino or Heineke? I'm going to go Gino there. I know yeah. I was lower on and lower. I'm, high I'm low still ahead. going Gino. That's Would you Gino. trade Sutton and Lazard for Debo? Yeah, 110%. I know McCaffrey's going to eat into his work, but Sutton sucks. If you can sell Sutton. Sutton's, you can sell him for pennies on the dollar. Lazard has value if he's playing, but it's, it's not like even Debo. when he does well, it's not like he's lighting up the oh, world. Oh, yeah, do that trade and don't ever look back. Right. Matt Wilder, hey, boys, do I start Dorsett tonight? I have Campbell, Zay Jones, and Devontae Parker. And right on cue, getting worse and uglier. Uh, this is bad. Right, Omar, you just got passed, buddy. I, I'd probably go Zay Jones here. I don't have any – like, I know he's the quote-unquote receiver one. Do you really have any faith in him doing a thing? No. No way. Frazier asked Monty or Palmer. We, yeah, we had to talk to Frazier. It was awesome, by the way, talking to him. Great talking to you. More Myers or Curtis Samuel? Flex spot. I don't know what the more is. Have we not learned at this point we have a lot of mores? I mean, is, is it Elijah Moore? If it's Moore? DJ Moore, I'm going to go DJ. DJ Moore, of course. Are we talking Elijah Moore? Because if it's Elijah Moore, of course not. Of course not. Exactly. So if it's Elijah Moore, I'm going to go Jacoby Myers. He's been damn solid. So let's roll him. Okay. Deion Jackson. It sure could be. Sure could be, my man, Ward. Yeah. Denny, good evening, boys. Birds win 45 Great to 7. Great evening, boys. Not even singers. good evening. That's true. That's true. I autocorrected that don't, in my Don't head. sell them. Don't sell them short here. 
Phillies win six four. Let's fucking go. Beers up. Denny, things are things everything's coming up, Denny Jennings. Yeah, Except the Sixers. The Sixers, not so much. Yeah, the, the only like silver lining to Philly being good is that we at least can root for Denny. That's the only I'm not rooting for Philly, but I can root for Denny. So my my best friend from childhood is also a Philly guy, and I'm not rooting on any Philly teams for him, but I will John. do it for I will do it for uh Denny though. For Johnny Good Times. Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> punk guy. That's Johnny, but Denny, good guy. I'll I'll root for Denny. Tunes drop Hunt, Pickens, Wandell, Tony, or Alec Pierce for Deion Jackson. I would drop Wandale. Me too. That's exactly Wandale what I was or say. Pierce, one of those two. Yep, agree. Uh, Robert Mostert or Drake in the flex. I'm gonna go Mostert there. I know Wilson's there, but he's probably gonna see about 65 percent of the work. He's been damn solid. I'm gonna go Mostert. Bad Matt Walder says Mike Thomas got his money and now he doesn't care. Yeah, you're not wrong. Damn true. G Money, should I trade Najee, Jalen Warren, and Lazard for Godwin, Ceh, and Devernay? Wow. I like That's the second. I like the second part better. I like the second part better, but I don't really love either of those packages. Let's be real. No, but I really do like the second part better. I All do. Right. Uh, Tony or Duvernay, or Duvernay, rest of the season. With Bateman now out, I'd probably go Duvernay. Tony's I'm more Duvernay. What a, what a high upside offense that could be, but that's going to be a lot of mouths to feed. If, 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 if. There's just so many guys go there. We've seen it. We've been seeing him get it done. Let's go Duvernay. Danny Jennings, second quarterback, Rodgers or Gino? Gino, dude. I actually like Rodgers against Detroit this week. Oh, and wait. Yeah, I just in general, I thought he meant on his roster. Yeah, um, just in general, it's Geno. But this week, I'm going Rodgers against Detroit. That This okay. is like where Rodgers has I, 270 and three touchdown day. I misunderstood that. I agree with the Wolf. Matt Wilder, Jets will need to throw the ball for their lives or they will lose. It's yeah. true, but I think they're going to get locked down and get picked off four times when they throw for the lives. Sarah Riley, how are you, Sarah? Half point PPR start. St. Brown, Swift, Jamal Williams, Gabe Davis, Deion Jackson, starting Jefferson Higgins, Etienne and Walker. She's always got these teams that are, just seem, seem like I don't even know how she gets them together. Do you, but do you ever lose leagues, Sarah? <laughs> I go St. Brown here with Hawkinson gone, even clearer path to targets. I like St. Brown, Davis. I like. I mean, I like them all, but I'd say go either St. Brown or Davis. I'm going to go St. Brown myself. I would go St. Brown in that situation. Colin Woods, should I trade Mike Evans for Allen and Smith? No, because Keenan Allen, I'll tell you, I don't know if we could see Keenan Allen all year. So, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, he and Mike Thomas might be kicking it. Seriously, yeah. Fournette or Pierce? Fournette. Fournette, yeah. Fournette's safer. You don't have that risk that you have with Pierce tonight. And full PPR makes it even closer. Right, I mean, like, even better. Here. DJ, flex, half PPR, Garrett Wilson, Claypool, James Robinson, or Jeff Wilson? I'm gonna. I don't know. Maybe Garrett Wilson after the hundred hundred yard day, as as Matt Wilder pointed out, they are gonna have to chuck, and it seems like he's starting to separate from the pack with Elijah Moore in the doghouse. So as hard as he is, I do like the Jeff Wilson touchdown plunge narrative, but I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. I know, but I wonder if I'm just trying to talk myself into it. I think I am too. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Lee, hit the like button. Wolf and Truth are the best of the best. Thank you. I Pick love three, our please. I know he is. He's like him and uh and Texas who's, Hustler. Who's the Texas guy, right? Texas Hustler. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Uh pick three, please. They all they both use a lot of caps. And they're always like. polite too. The please, the thank yous. Like I yeah. love some good manners. You guys are great. <laughs> I do too. Thank you very much for the praise, Jeff. He says, pick three, please. Half point PBR, Rashad White, Jeff Wilson, Deion Jackson, Jamal Williams, Damian Pierce. Thank you, boys. So I think you got to go Pierce this week because there's just too much to learn between. You can't. You can't be picking White here. Yeah, you can't be picking White. I think Jamal Williams and Pierce are the locks, and then like if Taylor's out, it's obviously Deion Jackson. If not, I think you go for the plunge of Jeff Wilson. 
Although Deion Jackson's receiving upside is pretty damn good too. It is is it full PPR? Oh no, half PPR. Locking the two, the Jamal and Damian Pierce, and I'm leaning. I think Deion Jackson. I would lean Deion. We're we're completely aligned on that one. We'll yeah, and you guys, we've already begged for the thumbs up, but I haven't even said this. I've seen a lot of new names. Love that. Thank you so much. I hope you're still here watching. If you are and you enjoy it, please do hit the sub button. We're slowly creeping up to 3K. Yeah, it's true. You guys are the best. Thank you again so much for being here. With that thumbs up and especially some new subs to welcome into the pack. Let's go, baby. Uh, Malcolm says, hello. What are the captain slash MVP plays for DK and uh, our DraftKings and FanDuel cash? I mean, the cash has got to probably be Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know he's going to be going nuts. What I'm trying to get different, I like going Sanders. That's kind of the narrative where Hurts might, might not get fully there. If let's say Sanders goes 130 and two touchdowns and Hurts only throws one touchdown, doesn't run in for any, then you've separated from the pack. So I'm going Sanders, but I play more GPP than cash. So I don't want to comment too keenly on the cash game, but I, I like Sanders and captain, to be honest. And Malcolm, thanks for joining us. Dylan, have a ton of buys this week. Got to start one of those in my flex. Jeff Wilson, Brian Robinson, Darren Waller, or Demarcus Robinson, full PPR. I mean, Brian Robinson's going to get the carries, but it's ugly. It's ugly carries. He doesn't look great. I'm weirdly in the full PPR, kind of like DeMarcus. I think he's going to get like six to seven catches. Um, hmm. But I, I'd probably go – I, I would, I'd have a real tough time benching Robinson for DeMarcus Robinson. Brian Robinson for DeMarcus Robinson. So I'm going to go B-Rob here. Uh, I'm, I'm in <laughs> – I hate to say I'm intrigued by Wilson here, but <laughs> – I, I do like. I'm I don't to, like Robinson or or Rob. I don't like the Robinsons that much. I, uh, I don't either like Brother Robinsons that much either. Yeah, so I don't know. I that's tough. I might lean Wilson. I know that's crazy. Uh, are, and isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? By the way, that of those four guys, um, neither one of us even thought about saying Darren Waller. Yeah, right. Who was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he was like the number three tight end, well, and we're he just probably like, won't even play. You know, so I don't know. But if, if he was playing, would would yeah. you? I still probably wouldn't pick him. No, I don't. Think, I don't think so. That's true. Jeez. All right, you want to start rapid fire in this? We got a, a big mailbag left, and we've actually gotten to cover a lot of stuff. But it is eight oh five. We got ten yeah. fifteen minutes before kickoff, so Let's the wolf's going to go with this. And uh, if I got something to say, I'm going to jump in. All righty, A Rob Mooney or Terrace Marshall? I'm going to go Mooney there. Goff or Fields? I'm going Justin Fields. I just cut Goff to get Absolutely. Fields, and I'm Absolutely. pumped about it. My man Jeff, hit the like button. Wolf and Drew for the best. Our hype guys still at it. He's talking about a sleeper defense. So my streamers of the week, Minnesota Vikings were number one. Bengals were number two. Chiefs were number three. I also love the Dolphins that were widely available. Now, if none of those guys are there, I do like the Cardinals, my top 12 rounding them out there. But the Packers are also widely available too. So I would definitely, again, go Vikings, Bengals, or Chiefs first. If they're all gone, I don't hate the Cardinals either. Connor or Monty, full PPR. I kind of like Connor there if he's back. Good touchdown bet. NFC is bad. Oh, yeah, this is Matty Mateo talking shit to you. Yeah, yeah, I respect his take. Yeah. So, Kamara Olave with addition to Taysom Hill. Now the question, is Hill worth a flex, especially with Ingram out? Maybe, depending on the other options there, Austin. Like, I would have to know. But Hill certainly brings upside each and every week to, to score a touchdown. Running back two PPR, Aaron Jones is definitely locked in. Drake, Dylan, or CEH? I go Dylan there. Oh, you have Aaron Jones already. No, I don't. That's kind of gross. So, then maybe you do go Drake and hope he's the starter. On Monday Night Football. You like him better than CEH? I don't like CEH. Pacheco's taking over the starting role. McKinnon out snaps him. He is getting okay. the end zone often, but it just feels that to me. Okay. Uh, need two receivers, PR. Uh, DK, I'm locking in. 
I think I'm going DK and Boyd here uh, for you, Fatty Mateo. Gibson over D. Pierce. This is a really close one. I know we've seen it a few times. I really like Gibson this week. I think he's going to, especially if I knew McKissick was out, I would say 100% go Gibson. If McKissick works his way back in and now it's that three-headed nightmare again, then it's a no. I'm going to go Pierce just because we don't know that bulldog. It's it's close. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go Pierce, as Jeremiah points out. Uh, should I keep Evan Ingram as my backup for Knox? Do you really need two tight ends at Ingram? I don't know. Knox isn't that good either, though. So I, I just don't know that you roster two tight ends. You just have one kind of rotate them based on matchups. Uh, thanks, Jeremiah. Wrong emoji uh, with the prayers. Conklin or Higby? Uh, Higby. I know I'm lower on him, but I go Higby in that case. Wide receiver one and two. Thielen, Hartman, Duvernay, Kirk, or Carter? I think I'm going to go Kirk and Duvernay for this one. Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, running back one and two. Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, Connor, Eckler. Eckler's definitely the running back one here. Eckler and Jamal Williams there. Eckler's going to play. I have a trade alert here. Receive CeeDee Lamb and Austin Eckler while giving away Diggs and Travis Etienne. I would not do that deal, even though it's it's not unfair, but I probably wouldn't do that. Nobody gives an F about Mooney. They're here to have their – all right, Jimmy Pop, that's a good way. Uh, wrong <laughs> woman, you're right. You're the guy that probably likes the smell of his own farts. Well, thank you, Jimmy Pop. Uh, very kind. Glad you sat around the entire show uh, to deliver that one. Really funny. Curtis Samuel or Michael Carter. I do love the smell of my own parts, by the way. Uh, I'm I'm going to go Curtis Samuel. <laughs> Jimmy Pop. Rest of the season. Antonio Gibson or Khalil Herbert. I guess we're, you can probably guess who's not subscribing tonight. Uh, I'm going to go Gibson there, assuming that McKissick's out. If, that, if he's in, then we obviously flip him. Uh, one half PPR, Ingram, Hill, or Tunyon. I'm going to go hmm, Taysom Hill. The upside's always there. Lazard, yeah. Duvernay, Jeff Wilson, M. Carter. I'm going to go Lazard there. Just yeah? Like really? Yeah, just above yeah, Duvernay. Yeah, just above Duvernay. Okay. Monty pick running back two and flex. Uh, so, uh, Tunes, terribly worded question. Get it better. Based <laughs> off of that. New Lamar, battery tunes. You're better than that, Tunes. Lamar Jackson or Kirk Cousins and flex. Gabe Davis or Foreman. I'm going to go Gabe Davis over Foreman. Just go for the upside there. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson over Kirk Cousins. DJ Moore, Damian Pierce. Ooh, that's close. I might go DJ Moore, actually. I would and go I DJ Moore. Go. I would do it. It's like that Wolf and Truth are the best. Hell yeah. That uh, never gets old. I love it. Keep saying it, Jeff Lee. You're a fucking man. Uh, Gabe Davis, Romeo Dubs, Josh Palmer. I'm benching Dubs. Davis there. and Palmer, definitely. Definitely. Should I trade Lenny for Stevenson? I kind of like that, actually. I think Lenny's really, going, really, yeah. I, I think Stevenson's going up and Lenny's going down. I mean, Lenny's uh, like the RB five or something. Yeah, he's good, but I think Stevenson's rising. I do absolutely want a full drunk uh, Frazier show. That would be incredible. Hey, Mitch Chad is checking in. Love What's to up, see Mitch. You. Good to see you, Mitch. Pick one for flex: Singletary, Foreman, or Herbert. I'm going to go Foreman there, Bronte. Uh, prepping for good stuff. Okay, Gary W. What's up? Good to see you. All the legends tuning in tonight. Ryan, AJ, and Jalen to primetime promised land once again. Yeah, there you go. I have I have AJ tonight. Let's go get it, uh, Gary W. Here we go. Thank you so much for your kind words. And gross to see. Yeah, that, that was a pretty disgusting one. Yeah, until like two play, questions later. Herbert. That's not a bad backup, though. I'm a big fan. Uh, do I have Herbert or Tua? I'm going to go Herbert there. Uh, if Eckler's out, though, I would probably shift to Tua just because the weapons would be so bad at that point. Uh, it was <laughs> they're making fun of Omar. I like it. Philly's wearing 80s blue. Oh, damn. That's pretty sexy. Let's go, Philly. How did we get so many fucking Philly fans on here? I'm canceling the show. I'm done. I don't want this many Philly fans. Does Frey have an accent or am I drunk? 
You're pro- probably both. No, no. You're both. Both of those things are very true. Last minute decision. Hurst or Evan Ingram for tight end? Uh, I'm going to go Hurst there, very slightly. Rest in peace, Ray Guy. I don't know, I don't know who that is. Hall of uh, Famer. Oh, okay. Uh, do you think there's a chance JT gets shut down the rest of the season? Rico, I think if they have a couple more losses, it could be – it's like Mixon a couple years ago. You remember like 2020 when Mixon was like never fully back, never really came back, and it was just like that? I can see that being this year. Sixers won three in a row. I expect them to be there in the end, Fatty, but you got to admit they had a pretty atrocious start. And also I heard Harden's out for a month. He is. Looking to trade Foreman in a 10-man league. Have I, I can't do that, Dylan. We have the crunch time and ask me who might I be able to get. Come on. Antonio Gibson or Khalil Herbert. Rest of the season, I like Herbert. Herbert. This week, I like Gibson. Thoughts on Foreman? The guy rumbled. He looked really good. Good vision, good power. I don't think it's very fluky. I liked it. It's a good matchup, but still, I like what I saw. Tyler Lockett or Rondale Moore? I'm definitely going Lockett there. Dylan, Everett, B. Robinson, Pitts. Need a tight end and a flex. Uh, you're Pitts is your, oh, average your tight end. Your flex here would be Dylan, in my opinion. Fuck Jimmy. Wolf fart smell like wins. Thank you, Dylan Adams. You're a fucking legend. Uh, J- Jimmy sits when he takes a piss. <laughs> the wolf <laughs> Let's fucking go. Enjoy. See you later, boys. Beers, 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 beers for Daddy Jennings. You guys are the shit. Cheers, fellas. Thank you, Dylan Adams. Just message me on uh, Twitter for that that trade question. Yeah, yeah. For you, but we just have the crunch time, as you'd love. And you're a legend, dude, Dylan Adams. I uh, just traded Montgomery for Lockett. A six, eighth. I, I, I like Lockett more than Montgomery. I don't know about all the trade picks. I can't read all that. Jimmy, Jimmy killed <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Andrea, just coming in to say thank you. Didn't even ask a question. You're the best, Andrea. Thank you. So yeah. nice. Uh, Betch Pierce for Mostert. I actually might do that, Jose. That's a real tough one. Trust your gut on that one, but I, I do. I think I do it. Uh, Bench him, that is. Pick a flex in a running back, too. Toons rewarding his question. Lazar, thank you, Toons. Wilson, Monty, or Carter. Running back two is Monty. Baby hit the phone earlier. No excuses. Play like a champion. But Monty's the running back two, even though I don't love him. And the flex is Lazard for me. Not a Phillies fan. We just hate the Astros. That is, that's a true story. That's I'm fair. actually pulling for the Phillies. So for what it's worth, all my Phillies guys out there. Yeah, I mean, the Astros are such assholes. Fuck the Astros. Uh, hey, fellas, would you start Jones and Dylan or go with Henderson, B-Rob, Gus, or Drake? That's one where I don't like starting them both, but honestly, I prefer both. I like them. Dylan better than any of those guys. I, I think we get like four combined touchdowns between the running backs. We'll see how they are. Cracking a cores with Wolf. Hey, there we go, Charlie. Let's all go one and zero this week. Absolutely. Uh, Hall of, yeah, that's my bad. I, I should have realized that. Uh, Rondell Moore or Palmer? I'm going Palmer, Palmer. There for sure. More beers for Denny Jennings. You know this guy's in playoff mode, and I fucking love it. Later, guys. Hoping to be taking a trip to New England. If you do. Please do let us know. We would absolutely love to show you around, Omar. That'd be so fucking cool to meet you. Awesome, guys. Right before kickoff, we wrapped up. Truth. That's what I love to see. That was a great show, man. Great show. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Other than Jimmy Pop, you can go sit on your own fist. But everybody else, you guys are fucking legends. So thank you for being tuned in here. And cheers. I'll be everything you need on this Thursday night. You know I'll be back live Sunday morning with my guy, CJ. Back Sunday night with my guy, The Truth. Two great shows every Sunday for you. Uh, and everything's going to be at rosarydrill.com. All my updated rankings, all our sit starts, all that good stuff. Let's get that dub Y2J. Legend always here. Appreciate it. On your way out, that thumbs up button would be so appreciated. If you're new here and you're, you're catching the replay or you're here live, please do consider subscribing if you enjoy it. So Tony likes it, not his own fist. Yeah, make yourself a puppet over there, Jimmy Pop. Indeed. All righty, guys. In a wolf of fancy sheep, be the wolf. Let's go watch the Eagles kick some ass later, guys. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh.
Football right there, folks. 